0: Guys, welcome back to the Heavenly Bread Podcast.
1: Welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, we try to put out an episode every week, sometimes a little less, sometimes. <laughs>
1: sometimes there's like three breaks that interrupt everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So,
0: you know, but uh, we try to stay consistent. We hope you guys have been enjoying this season. Season three specifically has been Carissa and I here in Denver. We're, you know, we got a little bit of a mission statement for the show. (laughs) And Carissa loves to say it, by the way. we'll
1: split it again. (laughs) Okay. Jesus people.
0: Having Jesus conversations.
1: To provoke greater love.
0: For Jesus. We never split it that way before. It felt good. (laughs) But it just felt right. And so, guys, that's what we're here doing. This is kind of a little bit. Uh, of a a different type of episode we never done this before Mm -hmm. where we actually invited you guys as the listeners to be participants in this episode so we what would we do carissa tell them tell the people in case they don't know
1: we made um a very powerful reel inviting people to send in anonymous questions on instagram and
0: for like the older generation who doesn't even know what a reel is uh,
1: <laughs> we sent a fax <laughs> not, <laughs> just out to the public. Not that. <laughs> yeah, not that. Here's a video.
0: So we put an Instagram video up. Yes. And we were like, hey, if you want for a chance for your question to be on the show, send yes. it into this link. And we got a few, uh, you know, we probably got 15 or so questions or and the, so. F-
1: yeah, a few hoopla ones thrown yeah. in there.
0: You know, some people thought it was hilarious <laughs> to, you know... Say this to that. We enjoy a little (laughs) bit of humor, too. Can't say those questions will be on the podcast, but... Can't say. um, We did pick out a handful of questions, and who knows? Maybe it's anonymous, so we don't know who asked them, but who knows? Maybe if you're listening, you'll hear your question. Mm. And at the end of this episode, if you have more questions from the questions that we answer... Please send yes. us a message on social media, leave something in the comments, and who knows? Maybe we'll address yeah. it in the following episode, or maybe we'll just make some sort of uh, video on social media as well. Carissa does a great job of responding to anybody who's who's inquiring.
1: Yeah, I uh, see. If I, if I don't answer, be scared. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Okay guys. Well why don't you say or why don't we just kinda jump in? Yes. Um and we'll just we'll just start going into it. I love it. Carissa, what's the first question oh. on the docket for us?
1: Oh man. I gotta pull up the questions again. I was I was reading the Bible. Let me find it.
0: Unfortunately, Carissa did forget her physical Bible at the prayer room today.
1: I don't want to talk about it. It's a tough (sighs) thing.
0: You know how you just have like your own personal Bible. You just
1: know where everything is. It's marked
0: up. It's underlined. That's like your baby. There's more
1: revelation on it than on the app. (laughs) It's
0: anointed, you know, and so she's she's operating a little bit, you know, under the weather Bible-wise, I guess. It's
1: okay, though. But I found the question, so that's all that matters. Okay. Okay, so our first question, we'll let Nathan start this one out. Okay. How do you turn away strong temptations from the devil?
0: Ooh, how to turn away strong temptations from the devil? Great question. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that we should know how to do, obviously, yeah. because we have a real enemy first of all, I'm glad that you are acknowledging that temptation is from the devil. Mm -hmm. Some people go through life, they don't even realize we have a real enemy that hates us. Mm -hmm. The scriptures talk about that he is Mm -hmm. a thief that is looking to steal from us, kill us, destroy us. Yeah. Other places talks about how um, he uh, roams around like a roaring lion Mm -hmm. seeking someone to devour. And we know based off of the life of Jesus and just other places in the scriptures that he is, he comes with temptation, temptation to sin, temptation to disobey the Lord, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And Mm so
1: to not believe the Lord.
0: Yes. To doubt. And so like, yeah, you look at, so the question was, how do we withstand temptation?
1: Yeah. How do you turn away strong temptation?
0: To me, I think the best example that we have is Jesus in the wilderness, OK, so he Jesus um, gets baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist, and the Holy Spirit leads him into the wilderness mm. where he fasts for 40 days, 40 nights. And it says while he was very hungry, mm. in other words, and he was at this place of vulnerability mm. is whenever the enemy, Satan himself, actually came to tempt him with sin. Yeah, I think it's first before I even go into how he responded I want to say a lot of people, you hear this um, from different people, and I I don't think they think about it too much, but I just want to say this. You know, Satan himself it can only be in one place at one time. Mm-hmm. He is not like the Lord in the sense of that he's omnipresent. He is a finite being, and he can be here or he could be there. And so I always have a hard time believing that the average believer is – getting attacked or tempted by satan himself (laughs) yeah yeah right i'm like i would be their
1: powers and principalities but like
0: right yeah so so the the way i think about it is satan has demons Mm -hmm. you know which are basically which are fallen angels so Mm -hmm. he's got a lot of guys (laughs) on his team if you will who are like him Mm -hmm. and do his dirty work but so it's like I think a better way to think about it is turning away from temptation, probably from demons or demonic temptation rather than Satan himself. So that's Mm -hmm. just something to think about. Mm -hmm. However, he is tempting somebody. Mm -hmm. He is somewhere Mm -hmm. and he tempted Jesus Mm -hmm. personally. And we see um, the primary way in which Jesus combated the temptation that Satan brought against him was by was with the very word of God. Yes. And I think this is a key for us as Mm. his sons and daughters, right? Yeah.
1: Well, especially because Satan comes with the word, but he twists it and perverts it. Absolutely. But Jesus doesn't change his response to like having another mode, but it's still the word of God. But it is like knowing how to discern it rightly. Yes. And respond in, in spirit and truth.
0: 100%. Because... That's kind of like, if you don't know this, but it, this is a real thing. Satan does know scripture. Mm. And that was, it's a fascinating thing to see the way that Satan even looks to twist the very truth of God's word to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And if, if Jesus himself did not know the word of God, I think he would have been, uh, he could have been tricked, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the scriptures talk about in Genesis chapter three, when they're talking about the serpent, which it is satan craft. it says that he's the craft most craftiest mm-hmm. being in all of the mm. uh, all of the universe or all of the world i can't remember exactly yeah. but the he's very very crafty mm. so we should not underestimate our enemy mm. i remember um i don't know maybe i don't know about the first time but i i have specific examples in my life where satan has or maybe not satan but you you, you know what i'm saying You're tracking where i have been tempted by uh, by the accuser if you will
1: mm.
0: with bible verses or bible concepts yeah i'll give you an example i at one point this was just probably 7 or 8 months ago i was tempted in the area of sexual temptation mm. There was this, like, basically it was this, the enemy was trying to entice me into potentially maybe looking into hooking up with somebody or whatever. And one of the things that he was, what what, what was being chirped in my ear was that the grace of God would be sufficient for it. Mm. That, Nathan, he works all things for your good. What Mm. makes you think like you've screwed up in the past Mm. in different areas and Mm. look at the way that the Lord has just like, you know, worked it all together. And now Mm. you're, this was right before I was moved out to Denver Mm. and look at the opportunity you're getting ready to step into. And Mm. like, isn't, don't you think he would do that again? And I'm like, whoa, like (laughs) the enemy is literally trying to, to pervert
1: grace
0: grace and, and even use Bible verses Yeah. To, to get, empower you to sin. Yes. Mm. And I thought that was wild because mm. I'm like, this is the same way that he came at Jesus. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: And so we've got to know the word of God because, mm. and so I was able to discern, this is mm. this is perverted. Mm. I, this was the same language, but this is not the heart of the Lord. You know, the scriptures talk about, Paul talks about, should we go on sinning right? that grace yes. would abound, right? And he says, "Absolutely not."
1: Yeah. Well, even what you're saying, like there are things in that that are true. Like God's grace would abound to you,
0: absolutely.
1: But <laughs> not it's it's that yeah, perverting. Like he'll make he'll use it for good. So yes. just so just given to every temptation yes. or just do it so that grace mm-hmm. would abound as opposed to where you fall grace does abound to you but not abusing like it literally the temptation to abuse grace. Yes. But like that that's the thing is there's things that are true mm-hmm. and even with the things he tempts Jesus with like are Jesus's literal inheritance that he will get Absolutely. But shortcuts and perversions to yes. it. Um, yeah. Sneaky. Crafty. He is.
0: He's very sneaky. So just to sum it up, guys, I think a crucial piece of this is knowing the word of God yes. and s- not, and storing it up in our hearts yeah. so that when temptation does come, we're able to discern yeah. what is true and what is from the enemy. And I'm thinking about this passage in James chapter four, where it says, resist the devil mm, and he will, will flee, flee from, from you. you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I love the second part of that verse. It says, "Draw near to God, yes. and He'll draw near to you." Yeah. And so I think some people can even they love that first part of that verse. They're like, "Man, mm-hmm. oh, we got to resist the devil, resist the devil." Mm-hmm. And that's good, but that's not complete. Yeah. If it's all about abstaining from the temptation, it's true. This is like gritting your teeth and like, right. no, the Lord has something. There's a higher it's revelation from
1: and unto intimacy. That's the it.
0: The Lord says. Don't just resist sin and mm-hmm. temptation. Draw near to me yeah. and begin to engage with the superior pleasures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's an that's another thing is, um, that's another thing to know is the enemy is going to tempt you. Whatever he's tempting you with, it's most likely going to be a counterfeit to something holy, mm-hmm. something pure, mm-hmm. something that the Lord desires for us to experience yeah. but there's
1: a better a better version. version yeah like he's offering the shadow but there's Absolutely. an actual substance yes yeah
0: so Can, those are my some of my thoughts please
1: yeah as to say I have a, a, a few scriptures well and things my first thing I'm thinking about is Jesus goes into that full of the spirit yes and so he's equipped to face temptation you need spirit of God like you need to be born again first of all Absolutely. like if you're not born again and um, Galatians 5 I believe talks it says walk by the spirit and you will not gratify mm. the, gratify the desires of the flesh That's so good. it's not um, avoid the desires of the flesh and you'll walk by the spirit the prescription is actually walking by the spirit and where you are allowing his life to flow through, through you, where you're walking by the Spirit, Yes. the natural effect is that you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. So and so we often think of it reversed, where it's like, I have to do this or not do this so that I can access walking by the Spirit. But it's actually the opposite. Right. That you've been given the Spirit, and He is sufficient for you in your weakness, mm-hmm. and you can walk according to the Spirit and then you're, then you're free from gratifying the desires of the flesh. Um, I was also thinking about Second uh, Corinthians 10, mm-hmm. where it talks about our warfare, that we're in the flesh, isn't according to the flesh, mm-hmm. but we actually disarm strongholds with the knowledge of God, that wow. lofty, um, like, like strongholds and things come down where we, we take our thoughts captive and we put them to obedience, submission yes. to Christ, to the knowledge of God. And so I'm even just thinking practically, yes, there are things we can do practically to safeguard when like temptation comes or areas that you know temptation comes, you, you set things ahead of time. Like one you talked about is like, you know, put your phone away late at night. It's like a practical boundary. Sure, yeah. But there's actually, like, a higher way to combat the things. Absolutely. That we're not battling flesh and blood, and so we don't wage war according to flesh and blood. Yes. But by the Spirit, by the knowledge of God, lofty things are cast down.
0: I love that you said that, Carissa, because I've been in communities where the emphasis... To the you know, trying to answer this question, the emphasis is well, you know, set up safeguards and have accountability partners and have community. And, and like yeah, and all those things are can be helpful and I think can be good, but I think what we're reaching for is you know, there's a place in going deep into the heart of the Lord, yeah. enjoying Him. Yes being truly like yes. content and finding pleasure in your relationship beholding
1: and becoming
0: yes and getting lost in the things that the scriptures talk about psalm sixteen, eleven is the mm-hmm. joys of his presence the pleasures of his presence yes. when you start to grab a hold of these things this will change your uh your relationship with temptation
1: yeah you know what i mean yeah, and even believing, if you've been born again, that you've been made new, mm-hmm. and you actually, by design of the Lord, have a new operating system, a new default. Yes. So your default actually isn't, like, a sinful nature, and, like, your default is righteousness, because yes. He's made you righteous. And the Romans talks about He's made us obedient from the heart to the standard of the law and so even like if you sin when you sin acknowledging that that's actually foreign to what you've been oh, made this is so good. that that's not um that there's, there's not condemnation when you fall but but there is a recognizing that oh, this actually isn't for me yes i'm actually hardwired for righteousness yes and to walk um, holy as he is holy not by trying harder not by me doing the right things but because he's drawing me to himself mm-hmm. he's given me his spirit so that i actually have a, an, another kind of a life another kind of strength to to walk in yes that that there's actually liberation in recognizing that his design works, that he's really made you a new creation, not an updated version of the old thing. Yes. A new creation, and uh, he supplies you with what you need. Yes. To to walk accordingly.
0: I love that you just went into that. I think I feel like it kind of leads into our second question, if you will, and I'll just pose it to you, yeah. and you you can go <laughs> at it in whatever angle you want to. But okay. the person who wrote this one and they said. Why do Christians still struggle oh, with yeah. sin? And yeah. so they're probably thinking—they're probably thinking on some yes. of the truths that you just said. Okay, we're a new creation. We're we're hardwired towards righteousness. And we're born again. So yes. why then do two different Christians still struggle with sin? How would you answer that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I think a large part of it. These people still identifying with the old man. Yes. Um, I I said this to Nathan before we started the podcast, and said, "Say it on the podcast." So here I am. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> this is my this is my own hot take. So do with it as you will. Uh-huh. But about seventy percent of the problems that like. Christians have, and specifically even in regards to struggling with sin yes. I think could be solved if we just read and believed Romans, <laughs> like <laughs> truly because yeah. Romans 6 is all about like having died to sin wow. and now we are alive to God being joined in death like his burial, yes, raising a resurrection like his, it actually instructs us, it says you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God yes so there's this necessary piece of you actually have to actually consider yourself believe yourself to be dead to sin yes dead to the sin nature the old man's gone and that you have new life in Christ just as Christ was raised into new life and sin didn't come up out of the grave with him Mm -hmm. it didn't come up you're joined there it didn't come up with you either and so I think that is like step one. You must consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God. And then, when like when you trip up in sin, you're not being like, "Oh, I'm, not, I'm just a sinner," or "I'm going to be under the weight of sin." He actually says, "Sin shall have yes. no dominion over you." Yes. So if you're still living as a slave to sin. You're not identifying with the gospel because in the gospel, you're not a slave to sin. You're actually a slave to righteousness. You're a slave to God oh and sin doesn't get dominion over you. The spirit of God gets the dominion. over right. you. And so I think the simplicity of this is the word of the Lord. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what the finished work offers me. I'm actually going to believe it. Yes. I'm actually going to receive that. And instead of boasting in my own sin, my own circumstances, my own experiences, Mm -hmm. even like patterns I've been seeing since I've been born again, I'm actually going to believe in and boast in what Jesus has done. And let that be the superior truth over my life. I'm getting excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love hearing you talk about this.
1: Oh man! This
0: particular topic, I feel like it's just like you, just like this, just bleeds from your heart. Yeah, just overflows. And and so sometimes I like to just throw up a little softball. It's (laughs) because
1: this is the kind of stuff, at least on like level one that makes me be like, oh my gosh, the gospel is actually good news. There's actually victory in the finished work of Jesus, not just one day, but now, that we would reign in life now. Yes. Um, And I'll add one more thing. Uh, Seeds take a while to grow. Yes. And then from there, take a while to bear fruit. That's right. And so just because you're not seeing fruit immediately doesn't mean that you don't have that seed that incorruptible seed from first right. peter the seed of righteousness like it takes time yes sometimes years for you to see tangible fruit sure but that doesn't mean that you are not of that seed um, and so i'll even just throw out two resources this is where Peter Lewis has two books. One of them is "Back to the Gospel," and the second one is "Now That You're Born Again." And he hits on a lot of this stuff, and I think just gives really clear language to anyone who's like wrestling with believing this kind of stuff. I would recommend hitting up those books because they honestly, like, oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Whoa, well, you're right. So. Hundred percent.
0: Guys, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Uh-huh. We actually ran out of storage on our SD card. So <laughs> we're just going to jump back in though. Yeah. And it's gonna it's, it's going to be all good. Carissa, I love what you are <laughs> saying. Praise God. I love what you were saying though, because yeah. you're talking about you're talking about this incorruptible seed. Hey. And this is like I said before, this is one of yes. those things where I feel like I just love throwing this softball up to you. Mm. And because I feel like this is something that The Lord has really taken you, you know, shown you some things in his heart and his word related to this. Yeah. There's so many, so many of the things that uh, you said are so simple, so true right there in the book. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but I think, man, so many, there's different circles that that don't embrace some of these truths. I mean, different Christian circles, there's different believers who insist on, um, remaining in this identity of, well, I'm just a sinner brother. And you know, I'm going to do the best that I can. And the Lord's grace, you know, covers my sin.
1: Yeah. And I'm
0: like, the oh, grace
1: empowers. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Yeah.
0: I mean, we just put a clip on yeah. our Instagram about this yeah. where I was talking about this. But no, the grace of God uh, is not doesn't just, just cover. Doesn't just cover and forgive. It empowers <sighs> us to not even sin in the first place.
1: It like, it literally feels like a deep breath. Mm. It's like, oh. The gospel's good news. Yes, it's life to me now. It's grace to me now. It's mm-hmm. power to me now. It's freedom to me now. That actually, the things that once bound me now don't have dominion over me.
0: Yes, yes. It's just no, good. this. This is this is uh, some of the like absolute liberating truth of the gospel. <sighs> this is the good news, guys. And so. I, I'll I'll add one more thing to and you kind of hit on this but mm. why do Christians still struggle with sin? Like you said, they're we're growing in maturity. Yes. All the time. There's, you know, when we first come to know Jesus, oftentimes we're excited, we're passionate, we're like all about it, like we want to go for it in the Lord, and then there's different maybe maybe patterns that we've developed in mm. our life or there's maybe we're Um, you know, we're still caught up in different addictions or Mm -hmm. whatever, and the Lord is committed to us to working that stuff out. Yes, He is going to walk us through it. Mm -hmm. And so, but the but all the stuff that you said is still just as true Mm -hmm. that we, you know, who you know, we've been set free Mm -hmm. by His blood. We've been. We have the empowerment of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. we actually the old man is dead. Yeah, a new creation is now here. Mm-hmm. Um, no longer us that live, but Christ who lives in us. That's right. We have to um, believe these truths. Number mm-hmm. one, and we have to remind one another of these yes. truths. That's community is such a, a yes. big piece of this. Speaking uh, truth and identity over one another. Yes. Man, I've been, this has been such a powerful thing in my walk with different brothers at different times, even with myself, where we've come up short, we've made mistakes, we've um, sinned in different ways. Mm-hmm. And you you have, I've had this opportunity, and people have done this for me, where we have this opportunity to remind yes. our friends what the truth of God's word is, yes, what the truth of what the Lord says about us is. Yes and these truths are what will actually pull us into yeah um you know walking in the reality yes more and more
1: um i want to we actually talked about this friday at fellowship group but we were in hebrews 3 um and it it quotes it says today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts, mm. as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. Goes on to say, take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, yes. that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we've come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end, as it said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion. Yes. And I just lo- I love that we're exhorting one another today. As long as it's called today, because there's an opportunity each day. Mm-hmm. Where again, like like the enemy is prowling around wanting to deceive. That's right. And so we exhort one another in the truth today. Yes. So that our hearts wouldn't be hardened to Even just like not just that I know it in my mind, but that my heart would actually be receptive to the truth yes. of the Lord, to the grace of the Lord. And um, I also wanted to, sorry, add this as you were talking. No, please. We have to remember that Jesus's salvation is total, that it wasn't just a past event. Like when we're talking about why Christians still struggle with sin He's able to save to the uttermost. Hmm. And so he saved you. He is saving you. Yes. And he will save you. He's saving you today. He's sanctifying you today. That's He's right. freeing you today. He's enabling you to walk in the truth and in the grace and in the things that have been already the works that ha, the work that he finished. Mm-hmm. He is enabling us to be able to receive it and walk in it today. And so you have a high priest who's praying for you, that you would be perfectly one with him and with your brothers and sisters, and that that you would be conformed into his image, that yes. you would be strengthened by his spirit. And so you're not left alone right now mm-hmm. to figure these things out. You're not even left with just community to figure these That's things right. out. You have a high priest who's able to sympathize with you with. It, with you in your weakness and who is able to save you yes. in it, in the midst of it and deliver you from it. Even like we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to deliver us from it. Yes. Um, and so I think just remembering you have a present help right now. That's right. Where you're struggling. He didn't just do work and then leave mm-hmm. you until he comes back. He yes. finished the work. And now he's he's drawing you mm-hmm. into the fullness of what he's offered you through that work,
0: yes, and this thought just came to me as we were as was listening to you just now. if you're listening to this and you're younger, maybe you're in high school or something like that, there is a, a biblical truth that says that bad company corrupts good morals, and so there is a there's a dynamic sometimes sometimes you Maybe you got on fire for the Lord, but you're still hanging out with the crew of people who don't care about the same things that you mm. do and are just over time kind of pulling you back into some of the old stuff that you used to do. Now, all of a sudden, you feel bad about it because mm. <laughs> you now have the Holy Spirit. Mm. But there might be, um, you know, there might have to be a season where you step away from some of the old friends that you hung yeah. out with, and step away from some of the old uh, contexts and atmospheres and patterns, yeah, to give yourself that space to be able to grow. Mm. It's um, true. And, and and now, like I mean, you get down the road, and there's some maturity there. Um, you're I'm able to hang out with different friends of mine who are not believers or who, and and I don't and I don't feel pulled in to the stuff that their behavior or the way they talk or the way they joke or the way, whatever, like I did when I was in high school or in mm-hmm. my earlier 20s even. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes you have to give your spells, yourself that space mm-hmm. to let yourself grow into yeah. this new identity that the Lord True. has brought you into. And
1: you never stop needing the, the sharpening community as well. Absolutely. But there's definitely a little bit more, uh like, you just become more solidified in the yes. things that the Lord's established. I want to add one last thing. Um, yeah, We're talking about like the new life and like freedom from sin. I also just want to add that like repentance always remains part of the walk. Yes. Where, and it's not like, oh, I need to, like, I'm not sure if I can come. So I'm like, God, please, for, like give, like, yes, ask him to forgive you, but like, it's it's unto intimacy it's not like i don't know if i can draw near so i'm like trying to do all these things but it's because you are in right relationship with the father yes where where you do fall into those sins like repentance it just simply means to turn from the old into the lord yes and so there's You know, there's always a fresh chance to turn your heart toward the Lord, turn your eyes toward the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's unto just deeper intimacy with him. And there's not like guilt in it, but there's actually a freedom in repentance and there's joyful repentance. And it's not all like heavy all the time. But um, I just want to say that that peace never stops being it. That's not what we're like saying. Um, But but yeah, you can Mm. live free from sin.
0: Yeah. I want to just kind of close this episode with this. Maybe you find yourself where you feel like you're struggling with sin. Maybe you're this one who even sent this question in. I'm thinking back to my own journey. One of the things that pulled me into even the truths of what we discussed today was an encounter with the heart of the Lord through a dream. Mm -hmm. And so there might even be... um, I believe that the Lord has it in his heart to release encounters, yes. freedom encounters yes. where with different ones who are listening, yes. whether that's just boom, a revelation yes. from the Lord of how he feels. Maybe it's a dream like I had. Yeah. Maybe it's a vision. Maybe it's all of a sudden there's a passage that just pops out of the page and hits your heart so hard. But in a moment you're set free from whatever held you bound mm. Um and then kind of la- that kind of launches you into this journey cuz that's kind of that's what happened to me. Mm. And so I want to just why don't we just end this episode I'll just pray for the listeners. Yeah. And we'll believe and just if you're listening just put even put out your hands yes. and receive and yes. believe that the Lord wants to release this over you. So right now Lord, I pray that you would release freedom encounters all across the airwaves Lord, those who are listening Lord, that you would release a dream or a vision or an encounter, something that shakes the very uh, chains of the enemies, Lord, that there would be true freedom from sin. And then you would would solidify the truths of your word and what you say. You would stamp them on their heart, Lord, that they would walk in all of the wholeness and fullness of what you have for them as sons and daughters, Lord. We just... Carissa and I we just agree yes. and contend right now intercede on their behalf Lord do yes. it um to for our listeners today yes. release freedom in jesus name Jesus name. amen amen okay guys well, this has been an awesome episode I hope we you know we covered a couple questions we're gonna do another episode um so be looking for another one here in the next few days but we're going to do another one we're going to tackle some more questions because we got some more good ones that you guys wrote in so bless you guys and uh, be looking for the next one
1: see ya